Hello, welcome to this additional additional episode of uh, Gunnerstown podcast. And today, and this is going to be a regular thing. I'm joined by my old friends, my old comrades from back in the day when we used to do a suburban Gunners podcast. It's Ben Leader, hello, aka mate. at Ben Leader, because he couldn't think of a more original name, so he <laughs> just went with his actual name. You all right? Yes, mate. I haven't got much of an imagination, really. I've let the side right. down with that, haven't I? You don't need to. You don't need to. It's all good. And Steve Othan, who's had like Oath 12 and Steve Othan HR and all sorts of nonsense as his uh, Twitter handle. What is it? Is it still Steve Othan HR? It's Steve Othan HR because Steve Othan is such a common name that someone's already got it. Somebody already has it. Yeah. Only one Steve Othan. Right, lads. um, As I said, we are going to talk to people on the internet from now on on a monday night and this is the first one that we're doing just like old times um and the just like old times the first one that we first uh episode that we do of this new gunnerstown podcast is us talking about how absolutely amazing arsenal were this weekend so who wants to kick off can i can i just say something about what happened this weekend (laughs) can i I just say one thing yes hey by the people over 12 here and welcome to the suburban guna podcast (laughs) (laughs) were you partying on uh were you partying on saturday steve when uh when you found out the result um no <laughs> <laughs> no i wasn't i was saying to chris ben a bit earlier how uh, football's supposed to be the thing that cheers us all up at the moment. And, you know, we brought it back to keep the public happy. Um, it's not really working, is it? No, 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 no. It's been the complete opposite, hasn't it? And it just brings up all those horrible feelings and emotions that it used to do. And it, we feel like, I feel like we've been hit with like five years of maybe, maybe slight exaggeration, 10 years um, of grief in like two games. <laughs> The absolute banter of Arsenal Football Club. <laughs> like when, um, like, do you know what? I put on Twitter about like two minutes before they scored because I watched it on a BT Sport on like a slight delay. Um, I, put on ban- I, put on, I put on like Draw FC as a tweet. Yeah. And then I was just <laughs> scrolling through my Twitter feed and yeah. I saw like Arsenal tweeted like goal 2-1 Mope. And I just, yeah. I just like... Oh my god, yeah. we can't even get that. We're not even drawing anymore. Which I think the worst thing is, fighting. it's not a surprise. It wasn't like, how did this happen? <laughs> it was like almost expected. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's <laughs> mental though? Like I said this to like, my so for those people listening to this uh, next twenty-five minutes of incoherent rambling from the three of us, um, <laughs> I, I have I I have Ben as my therapy. So every time we are absolutely. <laughs> terrible i phone up ben about 10 minutes after i go for a walk around the block and i phone up ben and the first thing i do is just laugh down the phone and he knows that's where he knows it's me and i was just laughing down the phone but deep down i was just cheesed off because and i'm gonna swear here because i don't care brighton are shit like we've played them for the last five times we've played them every time i've gone they're really pants yeah. how have we lost that but I don't know. Ben, talk to me. Give me some more therapy. <laughs> yeah, we've only got 25 minutes, Chris. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't really know. It's like, how deep do you want to get into it? Right. It's like 
you're watching the game and I was watching it with my brother and you're sort of flicking through Twitter and you're looking at people's tweets and I know we've done all of this before, like living that life of instant reaction. You think don't do it, but people are saying things and then you're thinking, well, you're, we're just looking at micro issues. It's still the same issues, right? Like we don't have a midfield. We can't deliver balls to our forwards, but we slag the, we slag the forwards off. Like, don't get me wrong. I love slagging the forwards off. Um, <laughs> but, but there's so many more, there's so many more issues. Like, do you know what I mean? Where do you start? Where do you break it down? Well, why don't we start, Steve, with the midfield? Talk to me about our midfield, please. Go. <sighs> what midfield? I was kind of thinking about this. Uh, I think it was actually Saturday where the sad thing is the list of players that you would keep. And I'm not just talking midfield. The list of players that you would keep is far shorter than the list of players that you'd get rid of. Right. Like far, far shorter. It's not like half and half it is far, far shorter. Go on. Give um, us your list. Give us your list. What are people that I'd keep? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then we can uh, judge you. <laughs> well, prior um, to him passing away, I would have kept Leno. Uh, <laughs> All right, Pete. I was thinking All right, <laughs> All right <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have kept Leno. Um, if you ignore the contract situation, I'd keep a Bamiang, but I don't think you can ignore the, the contract situation. And then you get into the realms of, like, the people you would keep. I'd keep Tierney. I think he's... He's going to come good without a doubt. Well, you know, not, he hasn't been terrible. I think he will, he will yeah. be a, a good asset. I would keep Saka. Um, God, when he hit the bar, I mean, that could have been so different. Um, I'd keep Martinelli. Mm. And then I'm not sure. Um, I wouldn't, Ben, would you keep Bellerin minus his absolutely destroyed hamstrings? Oh, you're backing me into a corner. Um because this is difficult, right? Because this is where, like, the element of where we've kind of got older and watched football. Like, I kind of want people in the team that I like mm-hmm. and obviously are decent. <laughs> but the thing is, he's kind of, he's losing it a little bit, isn't he? Broken. Like, he's broken. He's a little Let's bit broken and it's a bit sad. And some of the stories about, I think we spoke about on, if <laughs> you could probably replay our podcast and we could cover this, but talking about injuries that he's had and he's played through and we actually, as a fan base, didn't realise how injured he actually was. Um, and like you said, he's pretty much broken now. But I, I, if we were like being harsh and playing a bit of championship manager, I wouldn't be like getting rid of him at this stage. Like There's bigger things that we need to do. And if it's true about the like the small budget, lol, um, We've got other things to be doing than worrying yeah, about. In the real world, you have to keep him. Yeah, in the real world, yeah. But you talk about him being broken. I remember a few years ago, we played Chelsea um, and Christian Owen, me and Luke sit. It's basically on the halfway line behind the dugouts. Yeah. Yeah. And Pedro had been sent through. And I just turned to Luke and I said, it's all right, better in a game. And he did. <laughs> if that was to happen now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be so confident that he would get Yeah, him. someone at the weekend outran him, didn't they? And it was like, he was running in toffee or something. It was ridiculous how slow he was, mm. um, which is which is worrying. He was in he was in toffee with his beautifully uh, manicured hair. He's um, so fit, dr- he? dreaming of oh, dreaming gosh. of the trees that he won't be saving. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the funniest thing now, isn't it? Because 
we are costing the environment as well as our like we are. Health. <laughs> we, are, we are actually killing the planet as yeah. a football. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you made me do my list. So we're talking like proper FIFA championship proper manager, right. whatever you want to do. This is like crazy world. Oh wow, okay. Unreal. Who would you keep? Um I think everyone you've mentioned. Uh, did you say Pepe? No, I didn't, but that's a good chat. Well, let's I think, talk I think, about, I think can we actually talk about the one nice Pepe. thing from the weekend. Yeah. Pepe. That goal. That I mean, goal. Yeah, that's... that was that was pretty nice. Anyway, that's the nice thing. Carry on. <laughs> it's a shame shame it was ruined by everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's like you look at it, don't you, and you feel really sorry for Arteta because we don't really even know what his style is. We don't know like we're we assume and we're probably quite rightly to assume that it's going to be like Pep style of football, right? But we, we don't even know what it looks like. Um, yeah. And he's getting into this weird realm where he kind of needs to get a, like three points. You know, when you say like a striker needs one off his ass, like Arteta needs three points, regardless of what style he wants to play. But do you know what I mean? Part of you is like, well, I want to see what style of football he plays. But we're like, are we 10th, 9th? Tenth, um, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace are two points clear of us, um, having won. Burnley have a four. game in hand, but it Burnley have a game in yeah. hand. But that's tonight. At the time of us yeah. um, recording, they're playing Man City. So I'm about to say, you know, so that should be three points for City, <laughs> but it would just be the uh, the mega lol bants if uh, Burnley <laughs> get some sort of victory and drop us down into eleventh. Yeah. And it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's almost like. We can laugh because, you know, we've hit the 40 point mark. So statistically, yeah. we shouldn't get relegated. So that's the <laughs> It's It's 3 uh, 0 to City at the moment. So oh, fingers it? crossed. Who's it? Is it? <laughs> uh, Foden again and Mares twice. Um, I, but Chris, I, I've, used exactly that. I've used exactly that on Sunday. I was talking to my stepdad, who's a Chelsea fan. He was giving me stick. Obviously, Giroud got their winner, make it even better. Um, and I said, it's, it's all right, we've got 40 points. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> fine. We're fine. Do you know what, though? This is the depressing thing. I've been thinking about this lately. I've been thinking about the fact that, well, you know, Chelsea had that season a few years ago under uh, Mourinho where they, all the players just rebelled and then the next season they were fine. But the difference is, is that that was just Chelsea players just giving up because yeah. they had Jose Mourinho just killing them. And then... The problem that we've got is that, uh, as you just said, Steve, in terms and Ben, in terms of the types of players that you would want to keep in our squad. So imagine if we just rebooted the season, like they just said, nah, it's all cancelled. Don't worry about it. Come back in September. Like I'd still be looking at this team thinking there are so many of them that I just want like chucked in a dumpster and set the dumpster on fire <laughs> and then roll it down into a hill. And then it just goes off to the edges of the cliffs of Dover and just yeah. into the sea. <laughs> And, and and that's like and there's like loads of players like David Luiz and Gendouzi with their hair on fire like <laughs> hang on or as we used to say Chris we set them on fire we get the fire extinguisher and hit them with it <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of, and then drop an anvil on them yeah yeah, yeah. I mean if we talk in squads and squad depth I uh, maybe I don't know if this is a unpopular opinion I think I'd keep Gendouzi because he's a kid oh, he's young what? I just think he's. You just, I just, you just absolutely <laughs> ruined Ben's evening. Yeah, explain yourself. Mission accomplished. <laughs> I just think in most squads he would have hardly seen the first team, right? He'd have been someone in the background who was learning from decent players in his position, 
and he'd come in for a game every now and then. And actually, when we seen when we saw him every now and then, everyone was excited about his energy. Everyone was excited, you know, about him as a future prospect. The trouble is because of where we are right now. He is having to he's play every every minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the why. He's wife having to play every minute of every game, which he's not ready for. No. He's not ready for at all. And I'm not saying like if we can get some money for him, that I'd be gutted if he left. Because if we need to raise money, then we have to do that, right? Yeah. But I'm just saying if you know if we're talking about squad depth, I would have no problem with him being a squad player who's developing. Yeah, yeah that that's fair. That's fair. It's just it's the issue, isn't it? It's our issue that we always yeah. put. Even like you go like you can talk about Arsenal, or you can talk about uh, Fabregas or you can talk about Van Persie. Like we seem to pin our hopes on one person, one player, one thing. It's it's like never a collective. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, talking about earlier, Chris, you were saying Chelsea. Like they've always kind of had like three or four sort of semi decent players like in the squad. Like probably better than semi-decent that is harsh but you know what I mean so it's like if they're missing one someone else performs but you'd rip a sort of a, a Van Persie out of our team thinking about a certain era we're a mess you take a Cest out we're a mess you take an Arsenal out we're a mess it's like you're looking at Raul now and you're thinking like oops yeah oops. and especially all the talk with the dodgy deals and this obviously I don't know if you want to talk about this if we've got enough time all this like David Luiz stuff and this Cedric mm-hmm. stuff it's it's pretty bad it's an utter mess, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, again, at, at the time of us talking, we literally don't even know if by Friday this week we will even have some players on our roster, so to speak, because <laughs> because they have to agree their deals. I mean, can you imagine earning six-figure salaries at Arsenal and not even be able to work out whether or not you should have human beings that should be playing with you for another three weeks? We might it's play. Like, what? Call us in. Like, I mean, it's absolutely mental. Like, people joke. Like, all of us as as lads who just watch the Arsenal will watch any kind of football. We all joke about, oh, get your boots on and stuff like that. But it literally feels like that at the moment, like, with this COVID <laughs> stuff. But yeah. I don't know. The Suarez thing is just going to end up being an absolute car crash. And it's just going to be more mega lol bants of the Arsenal current era. I mean... What do you actually think for the rest of this season? Do you, are both of you guys, a bit like me? I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm going to watch it on Thursday against Southampton, and I'm going to get annoyed at the absolute paucity of our midfield, and I'm going to phone up Ben afterwards and say, <laughs> "How has this happened for like the third season in a row that an absolutely destroyed Danny Ings has just absolutely nutmegged three people and bashed one in in the top corner for the fourth goal as we've lost four one to a budget Southampton team? Like, how?" I've, I've forgotten where I'm going. I'm just, I'm just ranting. <laughs> you're asking us about how, how we're going to, yeah, it's gone. It's, you're asking us how we're going to kind of deal with the rest of the season, personally. Yeah, but before, you... before we talk about that, can you show us the laugh that you do when you phone Ben? Because I could, I'm just imagining this crazy psychopath, like <laughs> no, happy just, but not happy laugh. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll lift the mic up so you don't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a bit crazy psycho. Oh, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was disappointed. I wanted to hear like happiness, but but anger, but pain. Actual tears. Want to hear sadness. happiness and the undertone of just like dark, like morose <laughs> undertones. Thank yeah, you. yeah. So my anyway, plan, the rest of this season. My plan before these last two games was just not really to worry about the rest of the season. Let's get some. You know, hopefully a few more points on the board, obviously, but get some minutes, get, get Arteta, you know, a few games under his belt and, you know, push on the FA Cup, hopefully, um, and finish as best we can. 
that was my plan. But <laughs> the last two games have just made me really sad and angry anyway, even though I was already in that place. So I don't know, maybe I was kidding myself that it was okay to, to feel like that when actually it's not. We're not going to be able to be okay with, with it, are we? I actually love that. But, it's, but again, it's this weird thing, isn't it? Like seasons aren't, they're not trials. Like it's a season. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> That's where we are, Ben. You need to do something with it, lads. Um, I don't know. I just think you've got a, he's got a win. I think he's just got a win. Like even if it's like some scabby points, just get three points, build up some momentum, try and lift, lift the vibe. Like I don't know what the players are thinking. They must be like, just yeah that is it that is literally it do you think can you imagine being like a Bamier or Saka or Pepe or Martinelli and like just turning around and looking over his shoulder and seeing Ceballos and Ganduzi either sideways pass it or backwards pass it <laughs> or falling or over Ganduzi's <laughs> playing right wing like Pepe's just hugging the touchline he's like why is Ganduzi gone on the outside of me like what what was he why is he not in centre midfield is that not his job it's just oh, it's baffling it's baffling and then the defence as well I mean we can all cry about the defence but like there's gonna there's no one left is there Leno's gone no. Luis suspended Mari um, Ben talk to me about Mari you love Mari don't you <laughs> um why don't you love Mari? I uh, I think again I think he's like would be like a good option as like a third choice like I I'm just being picky like I just want some good players in our team. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have some good See players? that's where we are as well. I'm being picky. I want some good players. That's not picky. That's not picky. Yeah, but you know what I mean? But then it's the thing is you can start I don't want to start talking like overly picking on individuals cuz we could we could do it. We could pick on people that aren't performing but it's a collective it's just yeah. not there yet and like to take it back so i'm not just being horrible like arteta's like had no luck at all like do you know what i mean obviously this whole sort of pandemic <laughs> i don't know if you've heard about it but um <laughs> then he's lost all these players like he came into man city with a plan to talk about man city but he had an idea let's give it a go let's see if it works like again on paper you're looking at it a little bit and thinking like why is um Abamyang out wide? Like I get it. Like you look at massive European teams, they don't have that sort of player as like a big centre for like as their main centre forward. Um, but we're not in a position to be putting our best the best player out wide. But then he tries to come with his plan, two, three players or whatever it was drop out and it's a mess and he's just left with this utter like their heads are gone, aren't they? They're well he gone. He must be, Arteta must be wondering what's coming next. Like, he must be thinking, well, yeah. we're going to play Southampton on Thursday and, yeah. you know, I'm going to play Aubameyang through the centre and, like, the ultimate warrior is just going to come in and clothesline him and he'll be out <laughs> for the rest of the season. Because that's what it feels like at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels like literally whatever he does, someone's getting injured, someone's getting yeah, sent yeah. off, someone's being snipered from one of the sort of plastic crowd characters that they create <laughs> in this new fake and ridiculous environment yeah <sighs> steve I give us some optimism who... you're the most optimistic of all of us <laughs> that is true can you yeah. give me some optimism? bring your joy steve bring us Usually the joy, bring us the joy. roll the joy I, I, i'm not feeling optimistic i'm just wondering who arteta calls to give his <laughs> after the game or just must go home and just put his head in his hands and like what 
like you just like you say the the pandemic the 100 day break whatever it was and you've got all these lists of teams of all these players that are going to be available yet we've got lists of all these players that aren't going to be available how has <laughs> he even must... happened do you know what probably happened to Arteta at the weekend like he got home from a weary day traveling to Brighton and he opened his front door and he took one step in and a rake just hit him in the face that's, that's what I imagine and he's just like, yeah <sighs> So right, what do you think about Jack, let's talk about um let's talk about Southampton then yeah, on. on Thursday. Okay, let's talk about it. What what team are you picking? What are you trying to do? What is your thinking? I mean, I think we just have to go the flying V or something and just play like <laughs> nine defenders, right? Four central the four defensive midfielders just just literally just funnel it all in. But well, um, four um four was it left? Was it Dunk that scored? Yeah. Yeah, it looked like we were trying the flying V. The amount of people that are in the six-yard box, ready to <laughs> ready to go, it looked like we were about to launch the flying V, but the ball just uh, went the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going back to a blog that I wrote a long, long time ago, Chris. If we'd have had someone on the post, I think that'd have been cleared out. That drives me mad. It's like literally like football 101, and we zone we've zonal marked for about five years, and it just hasn't worked. And nobody's just given someone a nudge and gone. Should we just try this revolutionary thing that's been done for decades and stick people on the post and just <laughs> lump it off the line? And maybe nah, leave someone on the halfway line. On. I know, we've got, we've got a few fast players. Leave someone on the halfway line, just hoof it and hope. No, yeah. just give it straight back to them. They can come back. It's fine. Do you know what drives yeah. me mad? It feels like we have to score absolutely sublime goals. Like Pepe's goal was fantastic, but the goals that we concede are the most budget goals ever. Yeah. Every yeah. week, every single week. And you just know that Southampton are going to have an absolute field day because all they'll do is they'll just, they'll let us have the ball for periods, but they'll draw us in and then just hit us. And, you know, who's gonna, what's going to be our back? What's going to be our back five? You've got Martinez in goal. You've oh, got yeah. Macy just in front. <laughs> Macy. <Mace. laughs> Dejan Ilyev or whatever he is. Yeah. He's going to play Mustafi and Holding again, which I think, you know, Holding, you've got to start asking questions. And Mustafi, the questions have been asked and we've got the most horrendous answers ever as a result. I think Tierney will play. I think, again, he'll go Gunduzi and Sabayos. I I genuinely think just ship Sabayos back and say, let's just see if Ainsley, Lackadaisical, Maitland-Niles can just do something in central midfield. I genuinely am at that point because I don't know who else is left if Torreira's not fit. We do, do you, not play the three of them. What? Sabios, so Maitland Niles and Ganduzi. Mm. So then who plays in front of that? What is it a four yeah. three for? Yeah, and you could have uh Saka left, Pepe right, and Obamiang up front. Oh he's gone all guns blazing, he's not messing about. Come on then, Ben. Talk. <sighs> well, is Ozu alive? No, <laughs> he hasn't I, been alive. He hasn't well, been alive. If, he, if he's many, alive, guess, he's not playing yeah. some sort of video game. I think you've kind of got to get him back into the team because we're not creating anything. Like this creation mm. is zero. And the thing is, like on paper, like in FIFA, Saka, Aubameyang, and Pepe would be absolutely outrageous. But our midfield is completely unable to like feed them. Like there yeah. was no chance chances from Brighton. Like Pepe was getting the ball. And then not everyone was like running away from him. It was like proper like <laughs> year six football, wasn't it? 
but he's he's in all the wrong spaces at all like all the time and I would just be worried how they would get the ball to him. Yeah. Do you know what? I, to use yeah. that analogy, so to use the FIFA analogy, this Arsenal team literally doesn't know where the triangle button is, like the through ball. They just don't know it. It's like <laughs> they have got no clue. Sabayos yeah. so and Gunduzi, they've absolutely nailed the X pass to each other or to back to centre halves. But as soon as they pick the ball up, it's like that that triangle button has been surgically removed, has been, again, set on fire, fired into the sun, and then the the, just the particles have just slowly drizzled down. That's it. Because there's no vision in this team. I think... I think there's, no, you, there's no forward if you have a look There's no back, ball in behind. If you have a look back, I think Gunduzi put a few nice balls out wide. Admittedly, probably three in like 195 minutes, whatever it was. <laughs> Steve, is, is that glue? <laughs> Are you slipping glue? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. Um, but, but no, going back, if we can get Ozil in, I'd have him in over one of those two. I'd have Nathan Miles sitting, because that's what he's supposed to do. Um, one of the other two and Ozil. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, you've got if uh, like yeah, if he's not done something too dodgy, I think you've got to get him back in. Like regard regardless of how we feel about him, his future, his contract, but at the moment yeah. I think they need something and I as I say that I feel slightly ill <laughs> like craving for Meza Ozil but um they, they need but the something. Truth, I, was, I was talking to this, uh, someone about this the, other day. The, the thing is the sad truth is in my opinion if you stuck Meza Ozil back into a team full of awesome players he wouldn't look out of place no you stick him in you stick him in a team that is just all over the place no defense and then you start going, why isn't he running back? Why isn't he tackling? Why isn't he doing that? Because nobody else is doing it and you, you need everyone to be doing it in our team. Mm. Yeah. But you put him back into a team of superstars and he, he would fit right in, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a, that is a fair shout. But, and it just shows us how this team has just completely declined so, so rapidly in like yeah. two years. Mm. Like two years ago, Arsene Wenger was on his way out and we were all like, yeah, no, it's a new world, fine. Uh, but I think we all looked at the team that we had and thought, that's a half-decent team. But in the space of two years, we've gone from well, that's, that's a half-decent team. Like, yeah, we were playing that. awful, it was but bad. we could still see that it was good players. And we're now looking at it and going, how many of these players do we have any kind of emotional connection to? How many of these players are anything above like where we are, which is a mid-table table team. It's yeah. That's scary. And what's scarier is the money that they're on, because naturally, if you're at Arsenal, you're on big cash. And, mm. you know, the money that they're on is just laughable, really. And It's scary, isn't it? And then you've got situations like, we still don't know the situation with Sacco, who's on his three grand a week. And you've got people like <laughs> Sogradis, Socr- Socr- who is like just waltzing around, waddling around London Colney on his 80 grand a week. Like, Love it. On his segue. His, his, yeah, on his segue. <laughs> just, just, just doing like little sort of donuts and circles because yeah. he just can't get anywhere because his legs yeah. are that bugger. I know what you mean though. Over the over the last however many years, it feels like a lifetime. We've been saying we're only two, three players, two or three players away from really challenging. We're a lot further away than that now. Yeah, we're twenty-three players away. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, so we're going to do prediction. We always do predictions. Yeah, let's do this. Let's um, let's wrap up today's by talking about prediction and how the uh, 
the absolute wonder that will be Southampton away, which I think like we haven't beaten them in um, 700 years either, um, uh, St. Mary's. So let's go for a nice positive prediction there then, Ben. 2-1 Southampton. <laughs> Steve? 2-0, the Gooners. Nice. <laughs> it's very I'm, going, I'm going. I'm going four. I'm going four one Southampton. Uh, let's let's oh, really. I, got, I can't really I bring it home. Believe, I cannot believe. I cannot believe you gave us a clean sheet. Not a joke. <laughs> there are no clean sheets to be had here, my friend. There are no clean sheets to be had here. And on that note, we're coming towards the end of our half an hour, I'm afraid. So this has been amazing, as always. Um, we're going to do this every single week. Myself, Steve and Ben. Uh, it's going to be 30 minutes of laughing, gallows humour at Arsenal. That, that's what we can promise you. You won't get much seriousness here. Um, the other the other Gunnerstown podcast that we'll do on a Wednesday or a Thursday that will be out on Thursday or Friday, and then we'll do that. But if you're looking for a bit of light humour, then that's where you've got it here. From myself, from Steve, and from Ben, gents, thank you very much for joining me. Cheers, guys. And we'll see you all next time. Ooh.